All right, everybody, we're back. It's Thursday, Thursday morning, and uh, I'm excited today because we're starting to get people back in the studio. Steph Sabra and Brett Sheridan join me today as we are going to talk about a great many things. Main thing is um, Patrick Stewart. He said, yeah, man, it's me. It's I'm Professor X. I'm in, I'm in Doctor Strange. That's my voice. So what does that mean? That means that a lot of those cameos when we had um, Rob Liefeld on recently had said a lot of this shit was true. So who else are we going to see? We're going to speculate. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some other things going on in the world of entertainment, where it's going to go. I do not know. And you're going to have Stranger Things season four or whatever the hell season it is. It's, that's coming up. The Bullet Train trailer just released. It's got this Adam Project thing that's that's coming out. Um, the Oscars. Does anybody give a shit? Batman. So much stuff to talk about. And we are going to just have Brett do the whole thing because he's he's gonna he's gonna really kill it today. <laughs> um, all right, listen. Before we do anything else, I want to uh, ask you to do some show a little, will you? Show an ounce of class. Show some class, and go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification button, the bell. And for people asking, no, this shirt is not available yet. It will be available soon. Steph already wants one. Um, okay. Apologies. Apologies. It's the big thing. Let's get into it. Come on, everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Big thing. Thursday. The third. The year of our Lord. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to, to have you all here, especially in this. Uh, we haven't really addressed it too much, and I don't want to get too much into it, but this crazy time that we're living in and love, prayers, and thoughts are going out to the people in Ukraine. Um, keep kicking ass, everybody. Um, we're, we're with you. And I, I, like I said, I don't really get political on the show, but to me, this is not politics. This is a human issue. So yeah. we're, uh, we're praying for him. Um, all right. That being said, these two assholes, it's, oh, I should just say one asshole. <laughs> Steph Sabra is, is definitely an asshole. No, so, <laughs> yeah, it's actually me. Yeah, you Is are. BC before Christian, if we're talking year of our Lord, is that the new thing that we're going with? Whatever you want to do okay. at this yeah. point. Yeah, before it's fine. Christian was born, what yeah. happened? Yeah, not me. How, that, you think that's how I spell my name with a C? Oh, no, man. we're doing BK to remix. <laughs> I was going right, to let it it's, slide. It's but. right there. It's like right next to your name, and you have a screen that you can see it now. It's horrible. Hey, I said I was an asshole as soon as we started <laughs> you did. this. You did. You owned it. You owned it. Uh, we are here. We're going to be owning it. We got, a lot of, we got a lot going on. People have been asking. It's like, when are you getting people back in studio? We're finally doing it. And as you saw last night, Steph and I, we had the Sith Council, and now we got big thing. Um, lots going on. And as I mentioned for Brett, did you see a spy, the Spider-Man movie yet? Yeah, no. No, not a girl. <laughs> Damn Perfect. it, Brett. I, but I brought the, uh, the no, Drake's Charted. Uh, or, or, yeah, Drake's Charted. Oh, you brought, you brought, Uncharted? My, you brought Uncharted? You brought no, it back? No, I brought it oh. to my table and oh. left it at the table so I could get oh, the old Spider-Mans from you. But uh, I great. had not seen the Spider-Man. Wait, don't you have? Don't you have? Uh, where the hell is it? Was it on HBO? Where did I watch no, it? Spider Man, the new Spider Man, not the new one, but oh, okay. the, the other ones. When I because we were doing our rewatch, and I, I don't remember where I, did, I didn't watch it on the on Blu-rays. I watched it on I, where the hell? Did I, I maybe I rented it on Amazon. I don't remember. Stars, yeah. I think has some. You're right. That's exactly where I watched it. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Do you have stars, Brett? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the stars, no. Well, then go fuck yourself. How about that? But guess what? what? It's my birthday today. Is it really? Oh, my God. I 
Oh yeah. <laughs> is it really? Well, t- today the show and airing oh. of yeah. the yes. Right. Okay. So I was wondering. Yeah. So why Pisces I'm... and and Kate's. So. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday to me. I'm on new medication. It's making me feel like dodging. <laughs> I knew it because when you when today I get a text, let me in. <laughs> that was that. Just a just oh a. Oh my god. Just a little. Be here. I'm here. It's good to have you back. Oh, everybody back, and it's good to have the Schmodown back. Yeah, uh, it's it's Hell moving. Yeah. It's cooking for those people. If you've never seen the Schmodown before, um, you should check it out. It's the brand new season. If you were you used to watch, but you, you couldn't take the digital era, that shit's gone. It's all about studio stuff now. It's fun, uh, so please go and check that out on the Movie Trivia Schmodown channel. It is the Schmodown, the World Championship of Movie Trivia. Um, okay, but the reason I bring up the Star the Star Wars, yeah, the Star Wars, mm-hmm. the Spider Man. <laughs> Is, is I know Steph has seen it. So, you know, you have like the, the multiverse and everything that's that's moving. Now, this, this they're focusing so much on that. And the events of Spider-Man now are playing into the multiverse. The stuff that happened in WandaVision playing into it. And in that, did you watch the trailer for multiverse yet? The, the last one, Steph? Yes. So you heard Patrick Stewart's voice. Yeah. Thinking, right. Yeah. It's pretty undeniable. You can't miss his voice. <laughs> no. But I think we've been waiting for a while to see if we're going to get newer X-Men movies in this newer phase of Marvel mm-hmm. and maybe if it's going to combine with Sony and how it's going to work. I love X-Men as a property. I, I haven't really liked any movie other than Logan, really. Uh, you like First Class? First Class is okay. Yeah. First Class is good. Dare it, you. I like them. They're just yeah. not great. They're not yeah. mind-blowing. But I've been waiting for the X-Men to come back and if this is the introduction with Patrick Stewart how fucking yeah i don't think it is the introduction no 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 not for that i think that i think he's gonna play into this uh, the rumors are that it's like this this i, I forget what the hell they're kind of like the illuminati that where they're they're on the whatever it might be for time and i think the rumor is that tom you know tom cruise at one point was going to play iron man before robert Downey jr oh, yeah. but he wanted to show his face more and they didn't want to do it and they wanted too money too much money whatever it was and it didn't work out so the rumor is that he's going to be back as tony stark to or he's going to play tony stark in this side of it john krasinski has been rumored to play mr fantastic um and uh, but they're all variants and i think He's going to be a variant also because I think when they finally reboot X-Men from Marvel, they're going to recast everyone. And I think that it's the right move to do because it's a younger Professor X. It's a younger Wolverine. You're going to see that Hugh Jackman's one of the best superhero characters maybe casting all time. Yep. But you remember when he was cast, he wasn't the... He wasn't the version of Wolverine everyone thought he was going to be because Wolverine in the comic books, small bulkier you know i mean he's pretty bulky but still but hugh jackman's like six feet six one whatever the hell he is so to see that kind of wolvie berserker a new wolverine that could that absolutely could happen the new cast it's going to happen plus fantastic four is going to happen but i think the the idea that patrick stewart's going to be in this movie says a lot about who else could show up with these fun cameos yeah that's true i didn't even i i just am so focused on x-men coming back but that's true if we do get the x-men i would definitely want there's no reason other than it would be so sad not to see like michael fassbender get his own movie finally because he's also one of the best castings in my opinion but that makes sense i i that would be weird though because if people don't know like tom cruise was supposed to be iron man do you think they're need to be any explanation or we're just like they're variants because loki kind of set that up loki set it up the spider-man set it up there's a lot of different i mean like you look at 
look at the different versions of people that have been in. Um, that's that's what the rules have been set up in this new phase of Marvel is that anybody could be a, a variant of, of someone, and 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 I think that they set it up well enough. It's the same thing with John Krasinski. No one knows that he's Reed Richards, but in this particular one, he, he could be. And, that, and again, this is all speculation and, and just rumor, but Patrick Stewart pretty much confirming that that was his voice inside of it, I think confirms a lot of those scenes. And when we had Rob Liefeld on, he was like, and believe pretty much a lot of the shit that you've heard, um, whether he's seen stuff or not. I have no idea. But I think that what it does with X-Men in general is that it's going to open it up because I think when they do, I think eventually X-Men is going to take over the majority of what we're watching in Marvel. Yeah, there's just way more characters. Yeah, and you can do it not even in film. Like, look at look at everything they're doing already with Marvel um, on TV with secondary characters like like Moon Knight who people are super excited about and nobody even knew who Moon Knight was and yeah. it's and now people are so pumped about this when they finally start diving into X-Men and X-Men movies they can then start to do X-Men TV shows and I would like imagine just like look what they're doing with Obi-Wan they could do like a six episode run with Wolverine and now do you guys hear the news yesterday with Disney with yeah. what, what they, the yeah, that they're going yeah. uh, going a little uh, adulty. They're showing adulty. Yeah, they're going to show just old school Jenna Jameson videos. That's all yep. they're going to show <laughs> yeah. the, whole, the whole time through. Yankees. Yeah. I'm so glad they're doing that. I, I think it's so limiting of Disney Plus to only if you're going to own Marvel now and Star Wars. I think those are properties that can go kid way, but can have more adult content and should. And I think that there should be both options. Well, and, and it's not, and and it's obviously not just. You're you're right. But I, I, I think Marvel's got more of a chance, obviously, when you look at Daredevil. If, if you guys have ever seen Daredevil, that's pure rated R. And if you look at the Kingpin that was in... And Jessica Jones. Yes. When you look at the Kingpin that was in Daredevil, when he literally decapitates somebody with a car door, as opposed to the cartoon version that we got in Hawkeye, being able to switch back up and go into that and then... It also now allows the opportunity that Deadpool could be the Deadpool that we all know, right? Star Wars, I don't think you're ever going to see a change. I think that the brand itself is just is is locked. You might get similar to like maybe a Moon Knight, where if they want to go ballsy enough to a PG thirteen and get a you know um, whether it's Acolyte or Darth Bane or Plagueis or something along those lines, they could do it. But I think that the reason that they're doing this more rated R content is because if you want to compete with Netflix and you want to compete with HBO Max, there's only so much you can be the family brand. Yeah. Because there's just more, there's more stuff because Netflix has a lot of family stuff that you can watch. And then there's a lot of just stuff that like you, you can find. What's that one that, that everyone's talking about? Meet the Millers or whatever. Not Meet the Millers. What's the one, that, the, the, the animated one that just came out? Oh, um, Mitchell versus Machines. Yes. So you got Mitchell versus Machines, which is a Netflix thing, and then you you just you skim on over, and there's Ozark, which is yeah. not for children. So <laughs> it, it can work, and I think the thing that I, I want to—I'm curious, Steph, what you think here—is with Moon Knight coming out, I think that they're putting these restrictions on two weeks before Moon Knight comes out. That's got to fare pretty positive for the content of what Moon, Moon Knight's probably going to be pretty dark. Yeah, it, it makes sense with the cast that we have, the character that Moon Knight is, that they would do that. But I was okay if they if they were going to go more of what we've seen in the Loki and WandaVision yeah. direction. But it makes it, he it's a dark character. Yeah. So the fact that they, they're announcing it, I don't think is a coincidence. It has to do with the next property coming out for Marvel. I think so too. Brett, have you seen the trailer yet for Moon Knight? 
Moon Knight, yeah. And what do you think? It's a badass. I think yeah. it's, and it's and it's also the idea that they're kind of playing, not playing, but they're they're tackling the issues of mental health and the things that he's got to go through. Like, I think he's got multiple personalities, whatever yeah. it is. It's maybe he's on new meds too. Yeah, he, he might, might be, be too. He might be. <laughs> or yeah. needs some. Yeah. That's right. That's Does he want to feel like he has to puke all the time? <laughs> maybe that's what maybe that maybe that's <laughs> what gives him his edge. Yeah, he's got his edge. He's got to feel like he's puke all the time. But um, I think that what they're doing very well. Everybody was curious of what the Marvel phase was going to look like after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, well, what are they going to do now? You got Tony Stark is dead. Captain America is old. Um, like, what are they going to do? And then they start to set this stuff up where they're taking big swings with all this multiverse shit. And, it, and it's and it. I, I love the idea of the multiverse. I love the idea of where you can go with it, what you can do. Because now it. if you look at what they've done thus far, they've already made all of the Sam Raimi and Andrew Garfield movies part of the MCU, which is right away a, a smart move and now with the addition of of patrick stewart and these other people those movies the x-men movies are n- now going to be part of the mcu they're all going to kind of connect um so it's a it's it's something that they've wanted to do for years when they could when they were when they didn't have the money and they had to sell off x-men and spider-man to those to those studios and they got fantastic four back you're starting you're going to st- over the next like 10 years you're going to start to see marvel you thought they were you thought they had people, oh, they're going to run out of stuff. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. You're running out of shit. No. But I'm curious, now that we're seeing, like, in it started with Into the Spider-Verse kind of mm-hmm. after Endgame, and then we get... Um, we got the last Spider-Man that obviously connected universes. And I feel like everything is going in that direction. Do you think that there's going to be any standalone stories moving forward? Yeah. Or do those even work? Yeah, I mean, look, Moon Knight's standalone, sto- standalone story, You don't think right? we're going to have other characters come in? Um, you mean, oh, you mean, like, so will people cross over at all? Yeah. I think that it's kind of, it's almost like you, you kind of have to because even with iron man the first one once they set that up it's been like a big television show where nick fury shows up all these people show it's it just shows it's it's the comic book nature of it that everything's connected so i always think someone's going to show up one way or another the same way that like kingpin showed up in in the uh the the, the oh, hawkeye. hawkeye yeah so yeah, i guess it may it also makes more sense because we that's what they had to do in eternals yeah which is like backtrack as why the eternals didn't step in because yeah. if you have a universe where we know everyone exists at the same time and you don't connect them it's like we where were they when this was happening yeah. the world was ending yeah and i think that they were and, and they even say that's that much in eternals where they, they brought that up so anyway a lot of great stuff happening now I think, with, real yeah. quick it, yeah. i think it's gonna be a weird thing for job security because it's like you've got all these multiverses and like uh yeah we got a different iron man now uh, yeah, oh I know. okay it's, it's, <laughs> it's true oh. it's true and and i'm telling you like so here's a question because i know we've all been on the opposite sides of this um, where when the James Dean conversation was coming up about replacement, you guys were on the other side of it, right? After seeing what they did with Luke Skywalker in um the, the well the Mandalorian or yeah. Boba Fett, right? After seeing what that looks like now, 
You guys still on that page, or do you think that hey, we can still? Did you did you see the footage of the, of well, the new he's, one? Well, he's he's alive. He's he's you know one I mean, day he won't be, and they're going to be using. I'm telling you, if but, he signs off, I think my biggest thing is just the whole taking of somebody that has no say in it. You well, know, but, but but if his but if the estate signs off on it, yeah, I don't know. You don't with know? the James Dean thing, it was that they wanted to create new movies with him as an actor in it, right? That's what they did with Young Mark Hamill. Yeah, it, but that's a character. Like that's the only difference to me is the character. All right, so let me, so then let's take James <laughs> Dean out of it. So if if okay. if Bruce Willis, if some if some if they got some actor to play young John McClane, mm -hmm. but they take his face out of it and they put young Bruce Willis's face on it and give him a movie and and someone comes and does his voice and you get a you get someone who's more locked in to play John McClane, and you can and and they. The technology, if it's the way it is now, imagine what it's going to be like in 10 years from now. Oof. And it just looks like a young John McClane. The guy's acting better mm. than Bruce Willis, but Bruce Willis has signed off on it. it. You know, what do you guys think? Do we need to do it? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just because it. we can, do we need I, to? I'm just, look, it, it's 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 the Luke Skywalker thing. Because yeah. eventually they're going to do. The, yeah, Luke looked sick. He looked great. Yeah. I mean, compared to what he did, you look so Mando, much different yeah. in Mandalorian yeah. to that. And then you, you look at what they're going to, the deep fake stuff is going to keep popping up in Star Wars. And everybody who's watching it is going to be so excited about it. But the second they start doing that to other actors, like, I'll tell you right now, if they had this type of technology, they they probably would have held back on the solo movie, and they probably would have said, "Well, why don't we why don't we wait for a second? Yeah, and maybe if we're gonna do a young solo. Maybe we can actually get somebody who sounds like him, acts like him, and then just put his fucking face on." Yeah, it. I think it's just a little scary. It is it? as just an actor a, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure you feel that way. I mean, I I'm I'm done, but uh, don't say, for say the, that. <laughs> I'm saying for the ones that talking. work. Do you not see? Move, I want you to move your head for a second. Move move it out of the way. Do you not see that record? In the <laughs> what you are you are, talking you about? Your time is done. My time is I now. I see nothing but gold. Gold. The flouse. There's a reason that Steph Sabra is obsessed with yeah. the flouse. Are you that kidding? Next There's only one guy I've ever flirted with on screen. <laughs> the flouse. <laughs> the flouse. <laughs> then you can check the receipts. <laughs> that is it. And there's a cartoon for you guys. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so Cartoon is great. Like it's really good. Um, anyway, so that all that stuff coming out is, is really, it's it's great. Marvel has a lock on the TV right now. They got a lock on on um, on the movies. And the flip side of that is DC right now, who's who's also, I mean, this is a flip side, who also killing it because you got uh, this recording, this tomorrow, or I guess tonight, um, that the Batman comes out. You saw it, Steph. We yeah. didn't talk about it. Yeah. We didn't talk. And? No. Oh, I I really enjoyed it. How dare you? It's not perfect to me, but yeah. I really loved it. And yeah. it was more so I'm happier. The fact that all I want is more Bruce Wayne, more of Robert Pattinson's yeah. Batman. And that's a good feeling to leave a movie with. Absolutely. My, my review of it um, was I thought it was a really good movie. It, it it did need to be almost three hours long, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and some people go, oh, all, all movies don't have to be two hours. And I said, I, I get it. I like three-hour movies. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like, good. I, I love three-hour movies. Sometimes movies just don't have to be, in my opinion. If you guys love every single frame of the movie, then that's great. For me, it was like some shots went on a little too long. But the detective story, I've been waiting for that for Batman forever, and it's there. It is, Brett, when you see it, dude, because you like, you, you're a Fincher fan. 
Yeah, yeah. It's got so much Fincher, and that's the stuff that I really loved. Like, all the Fincher stuff that they have, and Colin Farrell's out of control good, Paul Dano's so good. There's so much great going on in this movie. The score is incredible. Colin Farrell is Colin Farrell's unbelievable. Un- unrecognizable, and I and I didn't know, Steph, if I wanted... Uh, if, if I was like, well, what are we going to do with a Penguin TV series? Now, after the movie, I'm like, give me a Penguin TV <laughs> yeah, series. Yeah, because that's... Speaking of the photo behind you, that's mafiosa. That it is, is absolutely. absolutely. And what I speaking of that, and what I what I mentioned, Steph, one of our biggest critiques with with Boba Fett when we saw that trailer, they set it up the way that they cut that trailer was this was going to be a hardcore kind of gangster story, and people are like, well, it's Star Wars, yeah, but you look at what he did with Bib Fortuny, he whacked him, and you thought we were going to get more moments like that, and it really wasn't that. It was no. more about a redemption story for Boba Fett. This movie in the trailer is everything that they pitched you that it was. It's Absolutely. Everything. That's so true. And it's also one of the few comic book movies that is genuinely sexy to me. Like it yeah. has like sexy undertones. Yeah. The chemistry between Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz is it's so off re- it's off the charts. Yeah. I want I want her to come back too. Yeah, she the, killed it. My two biggest critiques of the movie. Um, and I and it definitely could you know and the good news what I like what HBO Max is going to do now is apparently after forty five days it's going to be on HBO Max I'm down. oh which, dope. which is great yeah. um, and I and I think that's a great plan overall yeah I'm I definitely like going to watch it again um, Me too and I probably wind up liking it because there's so much about it that I really enjoyed my two biggest critiques as I said was the length of the film and then the ending when you put it together. The ending of the movie, when you put it together with everything else that is so fantastic about the detective story, the film noir stuff, the seven undertones, the sexiness and the chemistry, the ending of the movie seems very much like a comic book movie ending and seems a little out of place from what they just set up. From what they were setting up. Yeah, Yeah, because it kind of felt like outside of the classic comic book step one, step two, step three movies where you hit, like Marvel has a formula and it works for them, but I think what is so strong about DC is that they don't. No, And what's so strong about DC and making me look at them differently, because it used to be like Marvel all the way, and then now I'm like I love that DC has made its bed with HBO Max and is like we are okay getting dark, raunchy, Yep. It cussing, being sexy, whatever. You did it with it is. Joker, also. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's but I my I agree with your criticisms, and I also would say I thought that there was not enough dialogue for Bruce Wayne's character. Yeah, no, there was, and I and we're doing a full spoiler on this on uh, me, Winston, and Coy on Monday, and I'm putting my spoiler review that'll drop over the weekend, so I don't want to get too much into yeah. it because people are going to see it. Uh, mine drops in 45 days. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Let us know on this I'll show. Be waiting. On this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a lot to it, and I'm very, I can't wait. And this is a movie people are like, well, should I not see it in the theater? You absolutely should see this. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. This is a movie you should absolutely see. As I mentioned, I really enjoyed the film. There's just a couple things that I that I had some some uh, some issues with. But the other thing, mentioned, Steph had mentioned what they're doing on HBO Max. Please tell me that you two guys have have watched uh, Peacemaker. I'm not finished. Oh, you're crazy! Oh, no. <laughs> I know, I know. Finish. I know, I know. It, it's fucking awesome. Have you not watched it, Brett? No. Dude, you would love this it's show. so, like, eagly alone is your spirit animal. Brett, <laughs> Brett, you would love this show. Did you watch The Suicide Squad? Yes. And did you like it? Yeah. You would, this show is, and I love The Suicide Squad. This show's better than The no, Suicide Squad. No, and I was excited for the, yeah. You I, think? Overall together, yeah. It's okay, like, I, because maybe I need to get to it because I heard just, the finale rips, like, yeah. it's good. Because it's, and I love, you know I love The Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's, the reason why I like it, it's just you're so attached to all the characters and you laugh and you laugh so much in the Suicide Squad, but you're so attached to everybody. And Vigilante is 
hilarious. Brett, this is so your sense of humor. <laughs> well, I can't yeah, believe you're not watching. Yeah, and Suicide Squad was just, I was dying. I, I can't believe you haven't watched this show. You will love this show. There's a, this. I've what, been studying I, TikTok, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trying to get my. Have you been doing yeah, TikTok? Yeah. No, I've been watching and writing down bits and things. I've been trying to create okay. uh, my, my ideas, and I have a you. bunch of them already. All so. right, smart. Uh, I can't. Wait, I know, so. me too. But the algorithm is weird. Like you, you, you post, watch like six hundred uh, Dua Lipa videos, and yeah. suddenly everything's clouded. With yeah. Dua Lipa. Yeah, yeah. I heard How three. Does that <laughs> yeah, I heard three times a day. Three times a day. Oh yeah, three. I I I need to get on that Steph, team too. Steph posts a lot, and I and, and it's a good. That, that's not a criticism. Oh, I, like, I'm trying we, to. I just started this month, so I'm trying to post at least once a day, but yeah. my ideally I would get to three times a day. We're doing right now. We have our, our Schmodown TikTok has been so David Michael Frank and Ben Bateman have been handling our our, oh, dope. our TikTok over there and it's it's if you haven't been following it, you should because it's got a lot of great bits and stuff from trivia and we put some Batman stuff up there. It did really well. I started a TikTok account and said i'm too busy for this shit i can't do it um it just it's just too hard because you just heard what steph said and you got to post all Three the damn day. time yeah i mean so but that's your you'd be great at it but i'm telling you but that's not an excuse to not watch peacemaker <laughs> it really it really isn't you you would love all it. How, this to say yeah well, i it, honestly no i have been like taking a lot of time and writing stuff and like i'm, I'm building up this this stockpile of ideas that now i need to pull the okay. trigger on but uh, hold on for a second i want you to stay right there and don't fucking lie to me yeah how many of these kitchen cooking cooking shows you've been watching while you're doing all not, your TikTok? None. Nothing? I, you're not watching honestly, anything? No, we we haven't really been watching anything hardly at all. We watched a, some murder show where some okay. mom killed all her kids and her, her so that's, that's, husband. So that's definitely with, the, you, with your anxiety and that's what you're watching? Yeah, Are you she, out of your mind? She poisoned their coke with uh, uh, oh, it's like it's like six cents. Oh my god! Oh my it's like god. It's, it's, why it's, would you do that? It's, that that's no wonder you changed. And your the medication. Olympics were on. We did that for a long time. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. None, none, none of that. None of that matters. Of that matters. Yeah. How many episodes are you in the Peacemaker stuff? I'm five episodes. Did in. you see the scene where they're talking about all the celebrities? Oh yes, the best. It's yes, it's, you know, it's so. Yeah, the meta. whole thing was improv. The whole thing what? was improv. Yeah, the whole thing was improv. Like I talked to when I had I had Freddie Stroma on this show, for, who plays um, Vigilante. Yeah, it did was feel very authentic. I was talking about that scene. He's like, dude. It, so, spoiler for for people who haven't seen it, it's it's just it's just a bit of the of the show. But Brett, so they they're talking about this particular thing happens where Peacemaker's mad about it. So this guy that he's working with. He's like, well, why'd you do that when you could have literally had done it to anyone else? And he's like, I couldn't think of anyone else. And he's like, you couldn't have thought of anyone else? He goes, all right, Mario Lopez, blah, 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 blah. He's, getting, he's running through all these names, and you're like, oh, my God. And it's hilarious. It's like they, a five-minute bit. It's hilarious. It's such, the show is so funny. What I love about the show and, and what, what, they, what they got me with was when, I, when, I start, when you first start watching the show, They'll whatever the main plot of the show is, they'll be going and they'll be talking about that plot, and then two characters will start talking. And if they're like, "Okay, well, you know, this this water bottle and it's a blue water bottle," it's like, a blue water bottle. They shouldn't have blue water bottles, and they'll go on for that water bottle for like five minutes of just pure nonsense and start at these random facts. And you're like, well, "How often are they going to do that?" I hope they don't derail themselves. And then you start to root for them to derail themselves. Yeah, it's you like family guy bits. Like they yeah, just absolutely. don't stop and they keep going. It's so funny. It's yeah. such a funny show. It was, such, it was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. And the opening, 
That music? Oh, yeah. I, I do, it's the only show that the I... The better version of um, Hawkeye musical. You know, the, right, the, right. Because you it, know, because yeah. it's actually like, raunchy and funny. It's the opening, the opening credits that, of that show is the only show that I don't skip the credits, and I watch it every time. <laughs> I'm telling you, Brett, you got... For, for next, next week, you got to watch at least right. one. All right. You got to watch one. So, so and much. just to let people know, Brett and Steph are going to be back on Big Thing. Um, we got people back in the studio now. Five so days a week. Five <laughs> days a week. Yeah. About yeah. Well, don't forget about SEN, by the way. SEN is on Patreon. We, we, you guys had got, we're not too far away from um, four episodes a month. At the moment, it's, I think we have about 360 patrons on that yeah. SEN. Now, once we get to 500, there will be four episodes a month. Seems like you guys are having a lot more fun now on the show with, with not having to, to worry about the donations. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah, and it's like the core crew. And then you but you could you'll sometimes you'll go like, oh, nobody's sending in any. <laughs> like right, you right. forget. Like, do you PTSD. Like PTSD. I need yeah. a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Interrupt me. It's the truth. I mean, now you have it's just a pure, it's basically like this show now. So people who who were wondering, you know, I stopped watching SEN Live because the the robot got to be too much. Well, you can go to the Patreon and there's so many different benefits that we have now on that Patreon. Not only would you get SEN Live right now three times a month, we also have the watch alongs that we do. We did uh, the thing myself and Darina last last time. We did a full, we did a live episode of the big thing myself and Kate. Um, next month, we're probably going to do a uh, a watch along of the the Mask of the Phantasm. I've never seen it before, so oh, I Batman. Seen that. Never seen it, so we'll probably do that one. Um, so it's it, there's a lot of great tiers over there, and obviously the Schmodown Patreon is is kicking up, and we're doing some more shit over there. Um, anything else that we should be talking about as far as TV or I guess like I've never been as checked out of award season than I am this year. Right? And it's not because of the movies. I just don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it's about who gets acknowledged. I didn't even care about these awards anymore. SAG awards, I didn't watch them. I usually that's the one I usually do because I'm like, oh, that's the actors voting and now I I think there's a reason why consistently every year the the ratings plummet on these shows they plummet like the, i think last year's oscars was like the least watched one in like 40 years or something yeah. I, and I think it'll probably be the same thing this year it's just i don't think who cares and they don't make it accessible to the to the everyday casual viewer that's 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 the reason why the views are going down on that uh, show is because most it's always been a thing where most people don't know the movies in general that are being nominated. And a lot of the movies that have been nominated, like Coda, I just watched recently. Coda Best is fucking movie oh, of the year. great. It's like Coda is great. Yeah, that's my favorite of twenty twenty. Oh, Coda is great, yeah. and that and and so I don't remember the guy's name that was nominated. The father who, who was the first oh, like, yeah. step actor who was nominated. That motherfucker should win. Facts. He's great. Now, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be acknowledged for their work. I think giving the the awards themselves should be acknowledged. But if you're going to start slashing and cutting like editors and shit away from it, just cut the whole damn show. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just announce who you should still honor it. And you say, and you you do like a big streaming thing for it. And you say, here's, here's all the awards of the people that don't, don't waste television time on this shit anymore. They just don't know who they want to be in this new era of media. Yeah. And it's, it shows. And I think Perry, she was on World Girls. She had a really excellent point that she's like, I don't mind them changing the way they do things to get more viewership. But when you cut categories and then you now diminish what yeah. it means to win yeah. in those categories, that's fucked up. Like, uh, that's not an Oscar I then. Totally agree. That's why they should just slash the whole motherfucker. 
just slash yeah. it like and just make it like a streaming thing if you want to check out like streaming do the whole thing have a blast have a streaming like you know put it on a either a streaming service or 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 put it on the internet and say here's the stuff we're going to do when you do this whole big it, it this this it's not it's not 1935 anymore it's not 1975 it, it's not it the, the these awards they don't mean the same thing to the general public the way that they used to they just don't People don't care the same way that they used to. Who, to people inside, like the uh, again, the acknowledgement of the work should be honored. And I'm not saying take away awards for that. I think the big to do, they can't figure out who they want to host it anymore. That's a disaster. Yeah, if they want to be year. funny, if they want to be serious, it's too much. And then, and then because of it, it's like people. And, and right now, especially because of everything going on in the world, what people do a lot of the time that where you where we are especially in this nation is that there is a there are people that want to go and win their awards and then give speeches about the world and not talk about the award that they just won they want to talk about everything inside of what their moral high ground is there are people that don't want to hear that on on, on there are people who do want to hear it and then there's people who don't want to hear it and there's people who say well they should be using that platform to make a statement it's like they also have Twitter accounts. They also have other things that they can do. If you're going to, you have to be consistent of what are you trying to promote? Are you trying to promote an entertaining show that everybody can watch? Or are you promoting, like, what are, what are you, what's the show? That's yeah. the question. It's watch not a sh yeah. watch uh, Ricky Gervais's last one, Golden Globes. The Golden so Globes, good. Right. Yeah, where yeah. he's like, get your little award and fuck and off. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck you off. Because, like, because don't, that, you, that, you work for Netflix. But, yeah, but that's not. right. So, but, and, and it's, it's like, hilarious. and again, it's, it is, oh, and I, I don't agree with the sentiment of like, oh, what are you, all you're doing is acting. You shouldn't get an awards. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's bullshit. Like, there's a lot of no, work. It's art. It, it is art and there's a lot that goes into it. What I'm saying is be consistent in what your show is and what do you want your show to be. If you want to make it an actual show, and I think that it's just too old school right now with putting it on, was it on ABC or whatever it is, and then people, like, they wonder every year why the ratings are going down. It's not because you're putting in best editor and, and everything, the show's too long. It is too long, but that's not why. It's because people can't connect to it. Like, the average person who just, like, I talked to my buddy John Pinto who I brought up in this show many times. And like, I'm going to try John right now. And I, I got him, I got him once. I got him once before. Um, and I'm going to talk to him at the awards and he doesn't, he doesn't watch the awards. And what he said about the awards is he just doesn't want to hear celebrities giving speeches about world, or, you know, politics all the time. That's not what he's, and he doesn't know half the movies. No yeah, I mean, there's just yet yeah, way too much. Yeah. So there's just a lot. So I'm going to, I'm going to call John Pinto and see if we get John Pinto. Like his name. You might not pick up that. Maybe working. Work. You know, working. <laughs> That's what we're doing right now. I need to pick up. Uh, pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Yeah. Sometimes he picks up. Sometimes he doesn't. That's all right. Um, but either way, uh, and I'm curious. I think that, as I mentioned, I I still think there should be awards. I still think that they should be presented in one way. But I think, is anyone really gonna care if you if there was like okay tomorrow at 10 a.m. They're going to start to announce. Remember what they did with Disney Plus recently when they did the, and, and it was a shitty way that they did it, but with Disney Plus when they, when they did their announcements, they were tweeting out yes. all their announcements. Do that with the awards. Who yeah. cares? Why do you have to see it? They do that with the nominations, and I feel like they get more viewership on that. That's what than, I mean. Yeah. More, and you get more engagement from it, too. That's why, because we want to see someone show up in a dress. Or they should just film the entire thing, pick the best bits, 
and then do like a produced um award show you're still gonna have a right where you edit it together you edit it so there's it. not like that like stupid space yeah. of um crowd work that no it's one true. gives a fuck about <laughs> and but it's also and, and calling and also calling it what it is too it's like people are very easily offended these days too so like you can't take risks on side of certain comedic bits and certain things too it's just, it, i just don't and it's not just the academy awards look at golden globes got is gone they don't even do it anymore the because MTV Music Awards or Video Music Awards used to be the most fun ever. Yeah. And now no one cares. Nobody cares. So it's like because it's just it's nobody cares about. It. I don't think anyone is saying you shouldn't acknowledge your work, but I just don't think I think people nobody are. Nobody cares what you're wearing. It's true. No. It's true. <laughs> the problem in this nobody cares about excess. So like, I'm paying eight dollars for, for gas. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying eight dollars. <laughs> Oh my god! And, like, yes. you, and you and you want me? You want me to give a? Sh well, what are you wearing? Fuck off! Fuck what you I don't wear. care what you're wearing. You know what? You sell it and buy me yeah. four tanks of gas. <laughs> you're wearing my rent for a year. <laughs> yeah. I do care what they're wearing, but I also <laughs> see your point. Yeah, but I, would, but you couldn't you watch, couldn't you see that on a website? Well, Steph? that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like we have too much access to everyone. Yeah, I know what all of my favorite celebrities are doing and wearing on the daily, and so it's not anything. I don't get anything that i wouldn't get every day at these awards right. other than seeing who wins because like even when they have like for the music awards like performances i can see performances on youtube any second of the day that right. i want right so there's just a, like let like back in the day it was like this is the chance you get to see the stars that didn't have social media you have no idea mm -hmm. what they act right. like off the screen right now i know everything about that you're always locked into it you can see for sure but i think that if you had if the interaction on social media of like when you have these interviews of people and then you you know whether it's engagement, what do you think of the the, the this outfit, blah blah blah. Oh, and the you can red carpet. You can sucks. advertise it, all that kind of shit. Of uh, it, it's it to me that works so much better than watching this pre-show and all this shit. And it's like, who cares? And as far as the other part of it, when you're like. Uh, we're in a different spot because when we when when we see these movies that they're mentioning we at least have heard m the majority of them yeah right again using people like a john pinto who when he's like oh, i'm gonna tune in and he hears the best no pictures nominees he's not gonna know any of them <laughs> so when they come up and then he's like the, the whole point of it is you're supposed to be on the edge of your seat going all right shit i think that person's gonna win but are they and it's such a small audience that cares because of the the distribution of it, nobody really. I don't. Maybe it's changing now because of streaming. I don't know, but I just, I just don't care anymore. I don't care. I, I, and I mean, and there's. I know a lot of people in the industry are upset that they don't air the 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 you know the uh, what bottom line. What do you? Yeah, call yeah, it? The, yeah, below the line. Below the line. Yeah. You know, but I mean, the sad truth is, Joe Joe Blow doesn't care about those either yeah. like right. they want to see the stars so yeah let's give them that somewhere else for the people that do care about but that's that. why i say you got the whole thing yeah you got the or don't put it don't put it on on prime time it, no it should or yeah tell the big actors that if you know it's not going to do it anymore if we don't show the other but just stream it and stream some it. of the movies like Somewhere. last year minari was my one of my favorite movies of the year and it wasn't even available unless you paid 20 dollars to watch it before the award season right. right i don't even think it's still available unless you I'm, pay 20 dollars like how can the person give a fuck it, about this award they're not gonna know and it's like what they what they hope they're advertising is well because everybody's talking about it now they're gonna go and go out and see it and that 
it boosts it. It's advertising, so it boosts it. But it not not so much that it's like in the public conversation, like everybody knows what it is. It's yeah. like these, because because again, there's so much shit out there. There's so much content, and I also think that the and this will never happen. But the Academy should 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 loosen up and start nominating bigger commercial movies in the in the best picture stuff that's how you'll get more people to watch because because they know the movies that they like and that they're watching yeah not more pop culture movies no it's all shit that and it's all and a lot and it's, it's alex Morris own yesterday it is <laughs> to shine it is but you know but the other side of it too is that like every time I, and my wife makes a great point when we watch this stuff is that the coda not not coda being a different version why i ho- actually hope that coda wins most of the movies whether it's a biopic it's it's dark it's dreary it makes you, a lot of these movies don't make you feel good and you're like oh, that's the, the world sucks right now it sucks with all the shit going on in the world whether it's the stuff going on with russia and ukraine whether it's the, the pandemic it sucks and the last thing i want to do is watch women and go Ugh, let's go to sleep yeah like coda was great coda was a feel-good movie and you just it was an emotional just family movie with a really good story inspiration like Great it's also movie. like cut exceptionally. Yeah, well. it really is great. I mean, did you see it yet, Brett? No, I've oh, I tried really at the good. trailer. Yeah, it's, great. You're, you're li- it's gonna be the biggest tearjerker, but yeah. in a good way. It's, in a good it's way, happy tears. Yeah, yeah. that's there's a scene with her and her Their dad, dad. Oh at, my the, God. at the by the car, right? <laughs> yes, it, that scene will get you in, in a good way. Yeah, it it is, especially as a dad. But it's the editing, Christian, I know you picked up on this before. It's, uh, you know, the premise. This isn't like spoilery. It's about a deaf family or hard of hearing family. And she, um, the whole scene before is silent. And then that scene is with audio. And it's like, I know it's, it's a great, it's a great movie. What, what's, I don't even know what's, what's nominated for best picture. Uh, I, I was so checked out. For let's see, okay, I'll bring it up right now. Yeah, but and I'll not Dune. I remember that. No, Dune was, wasn't it? Or did it no. get? Oh, it was for something Just else. Just director. Okay, I, so, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's like Dune is so much better than a lot of these yeah. movies. It was so I didn't see Nightmare Alley. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. I saw it. It was, okay. Okay. It was good. Don't look up. I bailed on. I, I was. I don't need to be preached to. So I, I bailed on. It's it. fine. Dune was nominated. Oh, then yeah. he didn't get nominated for okay. director. That's yeah. what it was. D- uh, drive my car. I didn't see. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's not available yet. It's a three-hour movie in a foreign language. Okay. Apparently, it's amazing, but it's not available. So Belfast, I did see. And Belfast, I actually will retract some of my statements. I thought Belfast was going to be one of those dark and dreary movies that, you you know, looking like, oh, it's just going to be this kind of tragic thing. It's not. It's actually a pretty that, – that one, that one, I should say, is, is, a, is, a, pretty, is a pretty good movie. It's so it's pr- all, like the trailer – because the trailer makes it look – yeah depressing it's not it's not depressing um licorice pizza uh i definitely it's, it's one of the most controversial movies this year too and and i i actually enjoyed that movie um but there's a lot of people who didn't enjoy it the yeah. power of the dog is another one good it's good i i i think it's i i think it's gonna win and i think it's completely overrated me too i think it's good me it, too and it's a beautifully shot film very well directed but i think it's completely overrated i think it's a I think that it's it's like a film fan, like you know, the, f- the film nerd is just like, oh, the power of the dogs, the movie you have to see, the lighting, <laughs> yeah, it's super pretentious. That's what I'm talking. Completely, West Side Story, I loved, loved it, 
but it's not a feel-good movie at the very end. King Richard, I, you know, I take back a lot of what I said here. <laughs> I really do. As I look through these movies, King Richard, I, I loved, and I it love. is, a, and it is a feel-good movie, and so is Coda. So um, it's just, I guess, the majority of the time, a lot of these movies. I'm going to have to see the color palettes yeah. with all of these <laughs> yeah, yeah. before True. I um, but, make but, your decision. Yeah, but I mean, but you look at Coda, and you look at King Richard, West Side Story, Power of the Dog. Licorice Pizza, well, Licorice Pizza, no, and Belfast, no, Drive My Car, no, and Dune. These are all movies that are available to the public. Like, King Richard was an HBO Max. I think a lot of uh, the casual fans could definitely have seen that. West Side Story, I don't think anybody wanted to see because they all thought it was just a remake of the movie, which it wasn't. It was a remake of the musical. And it's not available yet. Yeah, it is. It's oh. available on Disney Plus now. When? It's, I think it just I think it just came, just came, out? came out. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, and then, and then Coda's on Apple. Coda's on Apple. So, um... I you don't could know. pay your SAG dues and then forget about your digital screeners and yes. have them expire. That's true. That's another way to, That's another way to not watch. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I With mean, the so SAG awards are now? now. I, I, I will tell you that I think that, I mean, even though, like I said, I retract some of my statements about the dreary, miserable stuff uh, for being nominated this year because out of those movies, not a lot of them are dreary, miserable. Um, and some of them are accessible, but I still think that, and that's, and that's just the... Throw the a weekend picture. at Bernie's in there. We need right. something. <laughs> something. I, I mean, uh, who knows? I don't know. I just, I still, I still stand by the fact that I just don't think we need televised award shows anymore. I mean, it, again, when I say televised, I mean the mainstream, ABC, network TV. There's so much content on on streaming services that if you put the stream, it, because the metrics on that are just so much different of what constitutes as good viewership as opposed to trying to get network views. When was the last time you looked at an Academy Awards and said, oh, they did great, crushed it. Doesn't happen yeah, anymore. No. Instead, to Steph's point, like, you know what they're doing every day. They're on social media. It's not right. It's not this, It's not special anymore. Nope, There's nothing not. that's like, oh, there they are. Right, right, it's not. So anyway, that's. Uh, I like that conversation. That was a fun conversation. That's good, I that's like good. It. Like Mark that. it down. Like Let's it. record this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should, we should. Uh, did you guys see, it just came out, well, at this recording today, but Bullet Train, the trailer? No. So it. this trailer looks fun, man. It looks like it's... it's um, it's Brad Pitt, and he's on this. He's on this. He's on a train, and uh, a hence bullet train. But uh, he, it's it's kind of like got like a seven psychopaths feel to it, or um, oh, what's the other one? Shit, the other one that I I can't remember the name of it. It's it's got a Guy Ritchie tone for sure, and it's it's really it's it's it looks really good. But it's it's kind of the same argument that I've been having. I think that we're in such a different place, and we were getting there before the pandemic. I think that people are so picky on what they're going to see in the movie theater because not only because of cost, but because there's so many options on streaming now, what constitutes as worth it for the theater? Like the Batman, that's worth it for the theater. Dune, that's worth it for the theater. The Marvel movies, the Star Wars movies, the DC movies, like all that stuff, it's worth it for the theater. These are the big kind of impact movies. These smaller movies, like like that Liam Neeson movie that came out, this Blacklight movie that came out, it was terrible, right? It was terrible. And in 2009, I understand why you put it out right after Taken. The movie ate a big pile of dog shit. Not, yeah. on, not only did it eat dog shit like in the theater, it ate dog shit. I did a review on it. Nobody gave a shit about that review. Because like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's like, because nobody cares about that. And especially when you could just tune into something like that, any anything like that on, on Netflix. So I hope Bullet Train does well. But do you, do you guys agree? To, are, is there a place for movies like that? in the theater anymore 
Not really, unfortunately. I think we've all talked about this and agree. I would love to see the day where these streaming services have their own theaters and then they can play movies that are smaller because they're making so much money. And I think like that could be fun. You know, you're seeing it and maybe there's a way that tickets are cheaper. If you have a subscription, you can go there and it's more of like a communal activity, which I think is the beauty of a theater. But in terms of like how many people are struggling just money wise tickets are like 20 bucks now that's an hour of work for most people if you're making above minimum wage and if you have kids that's like a full day's work so i totally i wish we could preserve the theater as long as possible and i hope we do but it may i don't i can't you can't possibly get mad at people for not seeing a musical in theater if that's not their thing right and look, at, I, I, I always go to this. Look at televisions now. I mean, you, if you've got a 72-inch flat screen, yeah. I don't. Right, yeah. I mean, Steph does. <laughs> Brett Humbine. <laughs> <now. laughs> yeah, why? You know, that's a beautiful. We used to watch on a four-by-three yeah. tube television. And like that, that's why we went to the theater, because our home experience was so bad. I and, love and, to it. I love sitting in this yeah. office, putting the curtains up, closing it off because of my sound bar. The sound bar alone. You can pause. I you can pee. You can yeah. Do, I mean, you know? the, the sound bar alone. Like I watched when I, I watched the uh, Dark Knight in here, and it was like just the sound of it. I was like, oh, I just got to chill. I sat back, relaxed, watched it, and I was like, man, it was just so much fun to be able to do that. And I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like it's it's it it's just harder because money does come into play. But I just think because of the and it's just too much of a risk. I think it's why you get movies like Red Notice now, right, for Netflix because. They know that if if you have the money that you're getting from subscribers and you can put the money into the budget to get these big stars and and whether it's Knives Out and all these other things, to me, that's a better strategy because you have more of an option of people actually sitting back watching it, but it also then starts to take away from those movies like a bullet trainer into saying, well, if I can just watch Knives Out or a movie kind of similar at home and it doesn't feel like that kind of big epic theater experience, some people just want to go out still. I mean, I think that once we finally start to get back to real life, which it seems like we're getting closer to. Mm -hmm. But when I still think there's going to be those moments where people are like, I just want to go to the movies tonight. And what's playing right now? Oh, Bullet Train? What's that? I just think the problem with Bullet Train is that Bullet Train comes out in like June and you've got all the big movies that are coming out during that time. So I hope it does well because it looks really fun. It looks really fun. It's a movie I'm pretty excited about. You said um, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Uh, Sandra Bullock is the voice in it, but um, it's you should watch the trailer. I love it's, Sandra it's, Bullock. It's really good. She's she's not. She's like a her. She, like a Siri. Yeah, kind of. She's kind of, but she she. It's not. And Aaron Taylor Johnson is in it. Um. So here's the stuff that's coming out. Let's see. In we're talking about the summer, right? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, that's going to dominate the entire month of May. Um, you, yeah, because yeah, you get Firestarter. DC League of Super Pets will do well for, for kids. You know, um, And Top Gun comes out at the end. Top, I think Top Gun will do well because nostalgia is working right now. And the it just depends on how much money they spent on it and how much they think it's going to make. But I think Top Gun does really well. God, that was supposed to come out forever ago. A while ago. <laughs> yeah, well, in, they, they stopped they, because what they did, this is this is why I feel really good about Top Gun, because it was supposed to come out a long time ago, and they kept pushing it back because of the pandemic. Yeah, and while other movies were putting all their big releases on streaming, they said no, we're going to wait. So that means they have a lot of confidence. In oh, it. yeah, that's mm-hmm. at least so that's the way I read it. Um, 
what do you guys think about this one? Do you have you ever seen the first Top Gun stuff? No. Oh I, wow. Yeah. You gotta watch that. You I gotta do. Watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. I've heard only great things about it. I actually, this is a Tom Cruise classic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been not great at watching Tom Cruise films, okay. but I should. Like, I liked, I've watched one Mission Impossible. I actually really liked it. I Which just, one did you watch? I think, I, I don't, this don't is know. probably They're a really kind of standard together. description, but they were on jet skis. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know, but they say there's so many. They do blend together, but they're really good. Um, did you watch The King's Man? I did. Did you? What did you think? So my review on that one, I the first Kingsman, I love. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that one. Second one, I did not like at all. Um, and I love Matthew Vaughn. It was okay. You know, I didn't I, hate it. The the reason I didn't like it is because I thought that the tone shifted dramatically where the first one was such a nice blend where there were some serious moments but it was like this kind of there was some cartoony shit going on for sure and it was a kind of a satire on the james bond films and everything too and it was just a great blend the music was really good it was it was great the violence was out of control <laughs> that church scene oh. so it's a it's a great movie the second one the the very ending of the first movie that tone is the entire tone yeah. of the second one and i it was too cartoony and over the top for me and it became a, a oh, okay. complete goof and i i didn't i didn't like it. i thought and julianne moore who i love i thought was the worst part of the whole movie <laughs> um and i love her and that, when you make julianne moore the worst part of a movie that you got problems <laughs> the third movie is so interesting to me because it it has a it's like it's a war movie like a serious war movie with some with with some deep history involved. Like I'm a history buff, so like the whole assassination of the Archduke Ferdinand, they go they go they go into it and they do they do all of that and they go, but they they change it up and they play with it. And then there are some of that 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 Kingsman tone that pops in there that feels out of place, but of the serious war drama that they were making. So there's a lot that I liked about it. And there's a it was a, kind of an inconsistent tone, but it was it it was fun. It was fine. Yeah. Did you like it? I felt the same. It yeah. was fine. I watched it with my family because we watch action films with if my dad's yeah. around, and it was fun. There's definitely some scenes where you're like, "That's like fantastical bullshit," yes. but, <laughs> but okay, uh, we're just gonna run through a line of bullets for eighty seconds. Right. That, but that's, the, that's what I'm saying. That's the inconsistency of tone because they set you up. They give you they give you certain rules. The rules are this is like every other war movie you've seen or like real life. That's the rules. But then, like you just mentioned, then there's that scene like with Ray Fiennes is like running on wall. I, yeah. yeah, there's <laughs> it's, there's like it's it's just the tone is all over the place. It's just like there's two it's two different movies in one, and there's because there's some stuff that happens in the in the real drama that's great, and there's stuff that happens in the fantastical shit that's great. But it's just like. Yeah. It's just a weird blend that didn't necessarily work for me, but I saw my review. There were some people who really, really loved it. Good. So that's great. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, yeah good but, for them. But where were we going before we, before we talked about that? We, there, was, there was another... Bullet Train. Oh, no, no, no. Top Gun mm -hmm. and then um, Bullet Train. That was like 20 minutes ago. Okay. Uh, no um, context. No, but... but uh, <laughs> that's the story of my life. But, James Dean. But we're talking James. about the movies, but, but Top Gun is one of those movies where it's not as consistent with the tone of... Um, of these big movies that we're talking about, but it's still got that nostalgia. It's still got Tom Cruise. So it has a shot to do really well. And because they've been holding it off for a bit, I think it does really well. Right. Yeah. June, you got Jurassic world, which is going to crush. Mm -hmm. It'll do really well. Um, light year, which will also do very well for, for yeah, that looks good. Yeah. And I, I'm now I'm pumped to see it even more. So I was already, but my, 
I, I was so bummed for a while because I couldn't get my four-year-old to watch any of the Toy Stories for the life of me. She was just, wow. it was like I was trying to get her to, to, to eat broccoli. <laughs> and I'm like, and I tried watching one of them with her. She's like, I don't like it. And she turned it off. And I was like, oh, I was bummed. <laughs> and then she has this whole, she has this book. And she starts reading one of the stories. And it was and it had Jesse the Cowgirl and and um, and Buzz like doing these dances and everything. And she just loved it. And I was like, you want to give it another shot? And then she just fired through all four of them. Oh, um, wow. In, in like a week. So she loves it now. And now she really loves Toy Story. So when Lightyear comes out, my my fingers crossed, and I still think that I'm I'm probably pissing in the wind here, but I'm hoping that that I can get her to. Find, she still hasn't seen a movie in the theater yet. It's been it's been you know it's been too, uh, my my youngest saw my oldest saw one when she was like two like just about to turn three, but the youngest hasn't seen one yet She's because a of the stupid, baby. stupid pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm hoping I'm hoping I could get her to see that would be her first movie, but we'll see. Uh, Elvis, that trailer looked great. Yeah. Um, like the, we didn't get to talk yeah. about that, but I, that, that was cool. Elvis looked really good. I, and I was on one of my most anticipated for Baz Luhrmann. So I think Elvis has a shot to do really well because it's Elvis. Yeah. You know, and Elvis still still sells tickets, still. man. Still sells Relevant. tickets. Um, July, Minions is probably going to do good for kids. And then Thor, Love and Thunder is going to take over July. I can't wait for no Thor, doubt. Love, and Thun- um, Love and Thunder. Yeah. And then the end of July, which probably will carry into August, will be Black Adam. Yeah, and that's gonna and it's not, again the movie that we're talking about here, the big budget, whether it's Jurassic Park or DC with Black Adam or Marvel, and then August. I hope Black Adam. I hope this is The Rock doing a John Cena for um, DC. Peacemaker. Oh. Like I never really liked John. Uh, not yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's I'm just like you. an okay. Like it was like it just was always John Cena. Like when yeah. I saw him in Fast and Furious, I'm like, this is just John Cena. Yeah, playing John you didn't Cena see him in the Fred movie. <laughs> was he in the Fred movie? Yeah, he played Fred's dad. He Are you was, kidding me? I, he either the movie or the show. It yeah, was so he, bizarre. He lived in a a, a refrigerator. He always oh popped God. up in a refrigerator. What? Right? What's yeah. so bizarre about that is I hadn't mentioned Fred <laughs> in I don't know five ten years. Right? Yesterday I was doing a, a video and and Fred came up and the two times in two days Fred comes up still making stuff and st- doesn't still? do it in the weird voice or whatever, but still has tons like. Millions and millions hey, well, of followers. Well, he built up yeah, a, a it's big... Fred. Yeah, it's Fred. He was the first um, one I'd saw, like, uh, merch popping up in, like, Toys R Us back and stuff in the like day, yeah. Him and JoJo Siwa. Well, oh. but, 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 Steph, you're right. The Rock, the Rock though, I think, had has more had more of a catalog than I think he... No, but, 100%. Yeah. The Rock's been... I feel John Cena wouldn't be doing what John Cena's doing if it wasn't for The Rock. Right. Starting that phase of, like, having these wrestlers come in and becoming real actors. But I, I think I haven't, like... I always still see The Rock, and I'm liking the way DC is moving. So it would be just cool to see him. He's gonna be a villain. Just, in this one yeah. Too. So I, I, I mean, I, it's just to me has the opportunity to do what Arnold did back in '84 when oh. he was the Terminator. Yeah. Because he was he's just coming off of Conan the Barbarian, this beloved bodybuilder, and then they made him the villain, which could have been detrimental to his career, and it was the opposite. So I would like to see that with The Rock. I think, you know, he's played the villain, I think, once or twice, but not not anything as, as memorable as this. And eventually you would assume that they probably turn black. I don't know enough about Black Adam to know if he's going to, if he turns good or not. I, I assume that he does, but yeah. maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, August doesn't seem to have shit coming out. Anything like that worth notice. Um, September is 
always right usually there. God, slow. it's me, Margaret. What is that? Is that something? It's <laughs> that old book. Right? Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, getting your period. Oh, <laughs> oh well, there <laughs> you go. Sucked. Well, October seventh is is going to be Spider Man again across the Spider Verse Part One. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to do really well. Halloween ends mm. now. Here's the thing with Halloween. Oh no, I know. The first Halloween, and I, and I don't mean the very first one, but the one that came out in 2018, I enjoyed a lot. This second movie is one of the worst movies I've seen in a very long time. Halloween Kills, it Retweet. was, it was <laughs> shit, like really bad. And I thought that we were in trouble because I said, oh, they filmed it at the same time. Apparently they didn't. So hopefully they took some notes and they changed it up because that second movie was god awful. It was really bad. Really bad. It was really bad. Evil yeah. dies tonight. That's right. November 4th, The Flash takes over, and that's going to be basically, with Michael Keaton coming back, that movie's going to destroy. Um, you got Bee Gees movie, David O. Russell movie, um, Creed 3. That's, I mean, new, oh, no, November yeah. is stacked. November is stacked. Got The Flash, Bee Gees, David O. Russell, Creed. That's, that's great. Yeah. I, I'm loving it. December 16th, you got Aquaman and Avatar going head-to-head. Mm. Interesting. So you got a pretty good... You had a pretty good um, slate there. And then apparently Knives Out 2 is coming out in fall on Netflix. I don't know what that is. There's a bunch of shit coming out. During 2022, Sherlock Holmes 3, they said? Really? Tomb Raider 2. Tomb Raider 2, so is that with Alicia? Uh, Vikander, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Sesame Street. Yeah, (laughs) Sesame Street was supposed to come. Sesame Street's been pushed back, man. There's another one my daughter's been getting into recently. But like January was supposed to come out, and there's no word on it. Trust me, I've been looking for that one. Well, what's what's is it is it what is it? It's a movie. It's a it's a it's it's got who the hell's I think Anne Hathaway is in it. Um, so like a like a Muppets, it's in but it's, so it's not like a documentary type. No, of no, movie. no. It's a movie. Oh, okay. it's a movie. And I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, that's that's the beauty is that if your kids are too old now for Sesame Street, and like my my oldest is too is is definitely too old for it. But I still got a shot to yeah. watch a Sesame Street movie in the theater with my four year old, oh, and that's gonna be. I'll go. Yeah, you, you can come with us. <laughs> you can come with us. Um, but that's it, everybody. That's. Uh, I think we talked about a lot of great stuff here yeah. today. We're back in studio. We are back. Make sure you, you check out both Steph and Brett on SEN Live on the SEN Patreon. The link is in the description for that. So make sure you do that. For sure, don't forget about that. Uh, if you didn't check it out already, Steph and I did an episode of Sith Council, and that is on the channel. Also, make sure that you are showing just a little bit, right? Show some class, will you? Show some class and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification button. Like it, all that shit. Um, and I wish I knew that's basically it. I wish mm-hmm. I knew. I don't know. I don't know shit. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Brett and Steph. They'll be back next week. Um, I hope you guys will be back next week. Keep on commenting and check out the movie trivia showdown, please. If you've never seen it before and you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, go to the channel. I'll put a, a, an I card in there right there, right there. There's the I card. There is also a video at the very end of this in the, in the video cards that you can click on it. It's a lot of fun. If you've never seen it before or if you have seen it and maybe stopped watching during the digital age, give us a shot. we got a really fun season. All right, everybody. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next time for The Big Thing. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? (laughs) 
No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.